0: Welcome guys to Risk Game with Roxy and Ruby y ahora nos encontramos con una invitada um, super emocionada de entrevistarte. I actually puse en mi Snapchat de que te iba a estar entrevistando porque el, el título de tu libro totalmente me llamó la, la atención. Comunicación femenina inteligente. Los 10 lenguajes de la mujer.
1: Ajá.
0: Y, y I was like, this is amazing. This could really be como una Biblia para muchas mujeres. <laughs>
1: y no, porque
0: yo pienso que la, la, la gran pregunta de muchos hombres, y de muchos hombres, es, ¿Quién entiende a las mujeres? Exacto. Who <laughs> understands women? Right, Anthony? Like, there's times that you men no, think.
1: I, I, I just don't.
0: Like, I, I, and that's the cool thing, ¿verdad, que, There's a lot of men, como Anthony, that, claro. that say, you know, oh my gosh, las mujeres son tan complicadas, pero yo siendo mujer, I don't feel like we are. Yo like, siento exactly. que somos seres muy simples si no sino sabes amar o llegar en la manera apropiada. Exacto, ¿verdad? So, so, ¿Qué te hizo escribir un libro de que se que se llame Comunicación en Femenina Inteligente?
1: Pues mira, ha sido un, una trayectoria de muchos años de investigación y, y yo soy mentora de universidades y empresas en el tema de comunicación, de competencias de comunicación, cómo un ingeniero, un economista, un abogado eh, puede llegar a ser un mejor comunicador. Entonces yo soy comunicadora claro. de profesión y periodista y amo y amo la comunicación es mi pasión pero entonces en todo ese trayecto encontré que la mujer tiene una conformación cerebral y del alma y del corazón muy especial para la comunicación y encontré que tiene cinco lenguajes brillantes pero cinco lenguajes que son opacos que dañan toda esa maravilla que ella tiene
0: oh. y
1: no digamos dañan pero podemos decir que son oportunidades de mejora claro y entonces mi objetivo con el libro lo que me hizo escribir eso es que yo tengo un propósito de construir una nueva cultura de comunicación inteligente. Es decir, sí somos maravillosas, somos brillantes y también necesitamos reconocer que podemos crecer y mejorar y ser cada vez seres mejores, porque hay cosas para arreglar. So, ¿Qué dirías tú para la mujer que es una de
0: esas cosas opacas que, nos, que nos previenen de crecer? Mira, porque yo, yo, para mí, yo no, no he leído el libro todavía, I'm like scanning, <risa> skimming through the book, pero yo siento de que yo, yo tengo una organización sin fines de lucro que se dedica a, a enseñarle a la mujer uh, el, el, el valor de amarse wow. a una misma, ¿verdad? A, wow. a uno mismo, porque de ahí viene todo. Si tú te amas, puedes cambiar el mundo, puedes impactar a tu familia, tu esposo. Pero siento de que una de las razones por que yo empecé esa organización era porque yo sentía, y, y antes, ya ha cambiado mi manera de ver las cosas, porque, porque yo también he trabajado en yo misma mucho. Pero yo siempre sentía de que las mujeres son demasiado emocionales,
1: ¿verdad? Y, y le meten emoción a todo.
2: Uh-huh. So, ¿qué,
1: ¿Cuál es el...? el? Mira, el, el, todo este trabajo investigativo muestra que los cinco lenguajes brillantes son que la mujer es empática, es decir, sabe ponerse en el lugar del otro en los zapatos del hijo, del marido, de los hijos de toda la gente a su alrededor de todo el mundo, de la La, la comadre de la comadre, en una empresa la mujer es la mejor en habilidades de negociación, en resolución de conflictos, su capacidad de entender la necesidad del otro es maravillosa, Dios creó a la mujer con una conformación del cerebro impresionante, las investigaciones científicas lo demuestran ella tiene un cerebro muy multicelular. El cerebro del hombre es monocelular. Entonces, ella tiene cinco cosas maravillosas. Intuitiva, la mujer es Toda la intuición. Ella puede pensar en algo que va a pasar y por eso se habla de un sexto sentido de la mujer. Ah, ¿no? La mamá que le dice al hijo, no te vayas por ahí porque tengo un palpito. Algo me dice que no. Y el hijo se va y ¡zas! ¡Sas! Le pasa le algo. Pasa hay, hay muchas algo. mujeres
0: que me escriben a mí también que me dicen, yo tenía un un, un presentimiento de que me estaba engañando, me metí a su teléfono y, y ¡zas! Que agarran texto Porque la mujer
1: es intuitiva. Tú sabes, la mujer tiene una idoneidad fue diseñada como ayuda idónea. Entonces la idoneidad es una cosa maravillosa, que no es algo religioso, es algo ni mítico, es algo que está en su conformación de su diseño cerebral y entonces la mujer puede pensar más allá. El hombre piensa aquí, está buscando algo en el el closet y no encuentra nada. Es como más lógico, ¿verdad? (risa) El hombre está en el lado del cerebro lógico y ella sí está, como tú decías al principio, en el cerebro emocional, en el lado emocional. Entonces, mi propuesta es inteligencia emocional, autoconocerte para autorregularte, para autocontrolarte, o sea, El dominio propio. Si tú no sabes autorregular esas emociones, estás mal. Necesitas conocer qué es lo que te está pasando. Entonces te voy a explicar los lenguajes brillantes intuitiva, okay. empática, además ella es inspiración. La, sí. la mujer inspira a la familia, inspira sí. al mundo entero, es la musa inspiradora, ¿no? El hombre se inspira a través de la mujer, sus canciones, lo que sea, inspira al amor. La mujer es inspiración yeah. todo el tiempo, ¿no? El otro es la mujer es multitareas, multitasking la capacidad por ese cerebro tan lleno de células que van en muchos circuitos de pensar en varias cosas a la vez de manera tan simultánea que parecen Una, una sola vez. ¿no? Por eso
0: la, la mujer puede ser madre, porque te
1: imaginas un hombre que yo ya me imagino un hombre giving birth, no, se muere, <risa> se muere, ¿verdad? Mira, es impresionante, la, la mujer va, la pareja va en el carro, el hombre es monocelular, no puede pensar sino una sola cosa a la vez, entonces va manejando y piensa el semáforo, el semáforo. ¿Eso
0: está comprobado? De comprobado que los, científicamente, científicamente que un es, hombre.
1: Claro, el cerebro está conformado así, el hombre piensa una sola la cosa de manera lógica la mujer piensa, puede pensar en muchas, de manera tan simultánea que parece que fuera a la vez pero son seguidas ¿qué hace ella al lado de él en el carro? se va poniendo el zapato Se va maquillando y va hablando por el celular con la mamá, agarrado con el hombro y le está hablando a él. eh, Y además le está controlando el manejo, ¿no? Entonces le está diciendo, mi amor, acuérdate que tienes que ir. Pero además hablando a toda velocidad. Entonces le dice, acuérdate que tienes que ir por el recibo al colegio del niño porque la profesora se va a casar mañana y además hay que comprarle el regalo cuando pases por sí ¿Qué pasa con él? No puede. No puede. Él no puede escuchar eso y manejar. Entonces, porque así es su diseño. Entonces, ella, mi enseñanza para la mujer es aprende. Ok, vamos a cambiar el esquema. De ahora en adelante, cuando él está manejando, tú vas descansando y disfrutas la vida. No trates de hacer todo a la vez. Tienes una habilidad maravillosa, pero tienes que saberla gerenciar y administrar mm. con inteligencia comunicativa. Entonces, disfruta el viaje y Quédate en silencio, habla con Dios, mira en la ciudad de Los Ángeles maravillosa o en el lugar donde te encuentres. Respira. Mira, la mujer no sabe respirar. Es cierto. Y por eso en la noche, cuando la pareja va a abrazarla y a buscarla, dice, tengo dolor de cabeza. Pues claro, porque ha tenido un día de locos que no puede ni respirar. Entonces, mira, mi propuesta es, pase en el carro, guarda silencio, Y simplemente vete disfrutando la música o piensa en el proyecto que tienes. Si tienes una habilidad inteligente de pensar en mil cosas, piensa en organizarlas en tu mente y no intentes que él te escuche porque no te va a escuchar. Y si está viendo el partido de fútbol, menos. menos mucho menos. Aunque yo escuché que cuando un hombre
0: está mirando un partido de fútbol o soccer, lo que sea, es el, es el momento indicado preguntarle a tu marido, a tu esposo, a tu novio, Un billetito para que te vayas al mall porque dicen sí a todo. Porque Quiere la, que ya, que quieres que te vayas. Yeah, what, what Agarra mi. Get my wallet, get my visa. Eso, yo escuché, estaba
1: leyendo un, un artículo en una revista. Claro. The best time to ask your man for his. Pero his eso es triste, es muy triste porque entramos en los lenguajes opacos. Sí. Uno de ellos es el control. ¿De los hombres? De, de la mujer. De la mujer. Entonces, la manipulación es eso. O sea, está viendo el partido, listo. Como no me puede oír sino una sola cosa, entonces lo voy a aturdir para que me dé la plata. Mal, estás mal emocionalmente. Sí. Porque no tienes que seguir controlando el mundo. La mujer quiere controlarlos a todos. O sea, ella quiere arreglarle el planeta a los hijos, al marido, a todo el mundo a su alrededor. Control entonces, freaks. Control, control, control todo el tiempo. Entonces, es una adicción al control. Ella ¿Y se de me... eso
0: de dónde viene? De la eso mujer. Está,
1: que... Eso está en que hay una mala educación en la comunicación de generación en generación. ¿So ¿Puede la... ser genético el control? Eh, no, no el control no es genético. La no, mujer con- no fue el diseñada el con- para controlar, pero su mala educación en la comunicación, en la cultura, en las generaciones, ha sido, mira, la mamá, la abuelita, se se metían al baño, y nosotras también, con la puerta abierta, mientras le gritas a los hijos, acuérdate que tienes que llevar la lonchera al colegio y no se te olvide que tienes que pagar el recibo, desde el baño gritando, porque piensa que si cierra la puerta, eh, todo el mundo se va va a perder si ella no sigue gritando, ¿no es cierto? Es decir, quieres controlarlos a todos, entonces, si el hombre va manejando, le dice, cuidado, métete por ahí, ¿por qué te metes por ahí? Porque ella quiere salvar Entonces, ahí entra el otro lenguaje opaco, dependencia emocional. La dependencia emocional es enfermiza. Entonces, ay, es, eso es un inglés que dice codependency, Codependency, ¿verdad? sí, sí o, o emotional dependence, que es una enfermedad de wow, las emociones.
0: It, it is, it definitely is.
1: Es una enfermedad fatal. So, ¿Puedes dar un ejemplo de eso que claro, es depender claro. en alguien más por para ejemplo, tus emociones? Si son tus hijos, tu marido, se fueron por la noche, los hijos se fueron. No puedo dormir y no, no me quedo toda la noche en la ventana. No puedo dejar que ustedes se vayan a las 12 doce mirando por la ventana, a la una mira por la ventana, a las tres mira por la ventana a las cinco y no llegan y ella empieza a llorar a las seis llama a la policía y arma un drama y, oh el, y ellos están allá en la disco despacito eh.
0: <risa> no, and you know what muchas mamás latinas son así
1: todas, todas las mamás latinas que vida wey y después al otro día te meten culpa Porque ahí empieza, se vuelve tóxica. Por ti, se, por tu culpa por, me enfermé. Mira, no duermo por ustedes, pero duérmete. O sea, ¿quién te manda a quedarte despierta? Duérmete para que no seas tóxica. Al otro sí. día, mira, en mi página web, que es www.soniagonzalezb.com, tengo un blog, y en este momento hay uno sobre cómo comunicarse con gente tóxica. Y ya llevo dos, dos partes de eso porque ha sido impresionante las personas mandándome mensajes. Mi marido, mi esposo, yo, todos somos tóxicos. Sí, todos. Entonces, todos. mira lo que pasa. Lo que me dijiste, ¿qué caso? Eso, la mujer quiere controlar tanto. Si el hijo tiene frío, ponte un saco. Está haciendo frío, pero déjalo que le tenga frío. O sea, tiene 30 años. Exactamente. <risa> o sea, no se va a derretir, ¿no? Si desordenan el cuarto, Claro. Como yo soy aquí la víctima, entonces la dependencia y codependencia es un círculo entre ser víctima, salvadora y controladora. Esa Uy. es la enfermedad, es emocional la enfermedad, es serio, es muy serio. ¿Qué hay que hacer? Si dejan el cuarto desordenado, déjalo así y cierra la puerta y vete a respirar y vete a caminar. Camina, come bien, toma agua y sea una mujer desintoxicada. Pero no... Ellos saben que tú vas a arreglar el cuarto Sí, Ellos, por eso lo hacen Por eso lo hacen Ayer una periodista me decía Pero es que ¿cómo hago? Yo le digo 101 mil veces a mi hija Que ordene y no ordene. Y yo le digo, ahí está el problema Porque el otro lenguaje wow. opaco Es hablar demasiado No concretar Entonces la mujer qu- quiere decir 21 mil veces algo Y no funciona, dilo una vez ya, yeah. Punto ¿Y cómo decirlo? en vez de decir, usted siempre es una desordenada dile, si ordenas el cuarto te ves mejor punto después tienes que tener inteligencia emocional para autorregularte y callarte para, es decir, no digas nada más, porque si quieres That's more powerful cuando decís
0: menos You know, mi mami cada vez que yo tengo que tengo que enfrentar una situación seria Mi mami siempre me recuerda, y mi mami, she's gone to a lot of therapy, y las dos hemos trabajado nosotros mismas mucho. Qué bueno. Gracias a Dios, le doy muchas gracias a Dios, que de una edad joven, I, I got therapy, y, y me sé autocontrolar en muchas situaciones. Qué gracias bien. a Dios. Pero ella siempre me decía lo que aprendió, tell them, say it in ten words or less. Ten words or less. Si no puedes decir tu punto en 10 palabras o menos, like, you're, estás hablando demasiado demasiado demasiado, demasiado you know, exacto. y no y hay veces que me dice no is a complete sentence no exacto punto Like, no tenés que dar explicación no tenés que nada solo like ten words or less y eso yo siempre me es acuerdo de que eso
1: bien felicitaciones por esa ¿verdad? mamá sí? Dile, la felicito mira la asertividad es saber decir sí o no asertividad es saber poner límites asertividad es tener balance entre no ser ni agresivo en la comunicación ni muy pasivo. Es tener balance, saber tener el dominio para ser contundente, decir las cosas con amabilidad, pero con firmeza. Exactamente. Hay un dicho en inglés que mi mami también me lo enseñó.
0: Say what you mean, mean what you say, but don't say it mean. Exacto. Puedes decir y porque yo tengo una voz alta, so hay muchas veces que antes, yo ahora que estoy madurando, <risa> I'm becoming a mature <risa> woman, ahora yo sé que cuando yo digo las cosas así de una en una voz asertiva, pero más como baja, exacto. La gente me mira como like, "Oh, snap. tiene más poder." Claro. Versus cuando yo grito y nada, na, 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 la gente como que they tune you te out, Te ponen en off, te ponen en off. Y tú
1: te quedas Como haciendo muecas y la gente no te oye porque ya los hijos, ah, oh, mi mamá, oh, o el marido, again. Oh, ya empezó. Entonces, no, mira, mi propuesta para la mujer es cambiemos el esquema. Vamos a quitarnos los paradigmas. El otro lenguaje típico, opaco, es cíclicas y complicadas y complejas. Okay, regresando, vamos a estar hablando de esos lenguajes y
0: también vamos a estar hablando de los cómo cambiar los estereotipos acerca de la comunicación de la mujer. Perfecto. Because we need to talk about this porque después de que after you read this book, vamos a hacer unas comunicadoras <laughs> exact, tan buenas de que you're going to be able Navigate any situation, all right. This is amazing. Estoy super feliz que me hiciste este libro en español. Qué because dicha. my Spanish needs to get better. So we're coming back on Risque with Roxy and Ruby.
2: Vale? Yo, soy
1: Juan Rivera. And you're listening to Risque with Roxy and Ruby on CBS's Play. It. Let's get it.
0: Regresamos,
1: guys, to Risque
0: with Roxy and Ruby. Aquí nos uh, acompaña Sonia González. And we're talking about her book, Comunicación Femenina Inteligente. Los 10 lenguajes de la mujer en, oh my gosh, esto, las páginas de este libro van a a salvar a muchas mujeres con su relación con ellas mismas, que es lo, estábamos hablando de homo homies here with us y estábamos, él nos estaba compartiendo un poco de su historia de su mamá, de cómo su mamá se se enfermaba, ¿verdad? Para llamar la atención y hay muchas, hay muchas mamás latinas que son así.
1: Por la dependencia emocional, la adicción a controlar, se vuelven súper tóxicas y entonces dañan todo alrededor. Y lo peor la vida misma, su propia vida no son felices, no son mujeres libres, no estamos diseñadas para ser esclavas emocionales estamos diseñadas para ser libres, a vivir en paz estamos diseñadas para ser inteligentes idóneas, capaces pero no, estamos todas esas maravillas que tenemos de cerebro y de conformación mental del corazón, del alma, la estamos destruyendo por una mala cultura entonces mi propuesta es cambiemos esta cultura hagamos una comunicación inteligente y en el libro doy montones de herramientas, tips, claves para que en cada uno de esos lenguajes te explico cómo puedes salir de ahí, qué puedes hacer en el 1, 2, 3 y el pilón de ¿Qué hacer en cada caso? ¿no? ¿Qué hacer si eres, por ejemplo, una persona que quiere controlar? ¿Qué sí, hacer?
0: Que, okay, ¿Cuál es un chip que le puedes dar a una mujer? Porque me imagino que las mujeres de este iniciativa son like, oh my God, that's me. Yo le lavo <risa> los calzones al marido, yo le digo que hacen todo para el todo. marido, para los hijos, todo. porque sienten de que ese es el rol de ellos. Que, you know, son madres y pueden hacer ciertas cosas, pero tus hijos pueden sobrevivir sin ti. Por supuesto. Hay hay mujeres que sienten de que sin mi Mi hijo no hace nada. Sin mí, mi marido no, no respira. Y...
1: No, no, y empezamos a meter culpa, ¿no? Como que, ¿qué van a hacer cuando yo les falte? Entonces entra una culpa en los ¿Seguir hijos. ¿Seguir la vida? Pues claro, <risa> ser felices. Es que van ser a ser más felices que cuando más... tú estabas viva. Exactamente, <risa> ser mucho más libres porque los tenemos con, llenos de culpa, ¿no? La persona tóxica es una persona que te roba la energía, te mete Ay. culpa todo el tiempo y te quiere controlar. Es otro tema que otro día hablamos acerca de las personas tóxicas,
0: pero so para las mujeres que son control freaks, que como que les puedes decir ahorita besides go read this book, pero cuál es un chip para apagar
1: eso? Es Soltar. O sea, hay un verbo nada más. Suelta. Let it go. Exacto. Tienes que soltar y entender que el mundo no se debe a despedazar si tú lo sueltas. Es decir, deja que los hijos vivan su propia vida. Deja que el marido viva su propia vida. No necesitas controlar el mundo para que no se caiga. El mundo no se va a caer. Dios es el que controla, pero tú te crees Wonder Woman y crees que (risa) se va a caer todo si tú entras al baño y no cierras la puerta y gritas, por favor, hagan esto, hagan esto, hagan esto. Nadie tiene que hacer lo que tú dices. Es un tema también de falta de humildad. Es un poco Mm. morir al yo. Es un poco soltar a que yo no puedo controlar todo. Todo. yo no estoy diseñada para eso soy una mujer que tiene que ser feliz si él si el esposo el marido el novio se, se va te abandona no tienes que perseguirlo por la calle armarle un rollo salir corriendo detrás pegarle a la otra no tienes que hacer eso si se va déjalo ir porque dios quiere que tú vivas en paz y tú Tienes que pensar en esto. No me merece quien me lastima. Pero no, estamos diseñando un mundo incorrecto, cantando boleros diciendo, si tú te vas, me voy a morir, me corto las venas, y, y esas son las canciones, la ranchera, los boleros, los vallenatos, sí. todo lo que cantamos es dependencia, uh-huh. o sea, si te vas, oh, me muero, gosh. me puedo morir, no, no te vas a morir, suelta todo y deja y puedes ser feliz, puedes ser una mujer feliz si dices, te amo, ¿sabes qué? Te amo, pero puedo ser feliz sin ti es decir wow me duele. Es, that's powerful sí. that's so powerful porque la, la verdad es que cuando uno quiebra yo yo
0: estoy saliendo de una relación de cinco años gracias a dios soy una mujer fuerte I'm not codependent um, y pero la cosa que me me sacó de onda en esta relación es que él quebró conmigo y yo siempre fui la mujer que quebraba con mis novios so, el hecho de que él quebró conmigo, como que me dio más humildad y me quedé como like, what the hell, ¿verdad? Pero como mujer me empecé como a cuestionar, como que, ¿qué tengo de mal yo? ¿Qué estoy haciendo? Yo, 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 me empecé a como, como por un rato me sentí como la víctima. Claro, verdad de la víctima te, te de lo golpeo que te golpeó la autoestima. Me... Ajá, cabal. Cuando
1: te golpean la autoestima, entonces tú quedas en el piso, no no no, no soy la, la más linda, no soy la mejor, seguramente es que no, yo Yo sigo siendo gorda, gorda. chula, yo ¿Seguro? sigo siendo chula, placa <risa> y buenota. Sí. <risa> claro, pero tú en el fondo de ti lo que piensas es seguro hay otras mejores, seguro ya no soy la, ya no tengo el mismo encanto, lo que sea, la mujer, ¿no? Tú, sí, por no unos momentos yo mujer, me cuestioné en dos Exacto. semanas y después a vos
0: Questioning myself.
1: I was like, fuck it, his loss. Claro, claro. Pero entonces el tema es de autoestima. Lo que tú dijiste, el tema de amarse a uno mismo. Uno de, una de las primeras leyes es amate a ti misma, ¿cierto? Amate como eres. Uh-huh. No necesitas ser otra cosa que no eres para que te amen, o sea, ámate como tú eres y, y, y cuando tú te amas a ti misma, puedes amar al que sea, mira, la máxima es ama al otro como a ti mismo, sí. tú no puedes amar a nadie si no te amas a ti misma. O sea, a ti misma es a la primera que tienes que amar Para poder amar con libertad A la gente
0: ¿Qué le puedes decir, Sonia, a esas mujeres Que se se mantienen en relaciones Donde el hombre las engaña Las abusa Y saben que es es mal Y está mal porque me escriben mensajes A mí, like, Roxy, ¿qué hago? Estoy con un hombre que constantemente He's cheating on me Obviamente no se están amando Ellas mismas Obviamente. Pero ¿cómo pueden...? Salir de eso, como, como, como para, para mí es como imposible dejar que un hombre me abuse, ¿verdad? Yo, claro. gracias a Dios, nunca he tenido un hombre que me alce la mano, que me falte el respeto, no sé si ti, me tienen miedo, pero yo no atraigo eso, porque, uh-huh. porque no, it, it, I cannot tolerate that, ¿verdad? Uh-huh. Pero hay mujeres de que saben que es, es mal y está mal, pero no pueden salir de eso, o so, como... Porque su estima
1: está tan mal que dice, mátame, haz lo que quieras, odiame por piedad, yo te lo pido, pero pero odio quiero más que indiferencia, o sea, no me importa, odiame, pero vete con 20, emborráchate, pégame, pero no te vayas. ¿No? Es un problema de baja, o baja pésima, anulada la autoestima. Oh, Entonces el tema, si no te amas a ti misma, vas a permitir que eso pase. Entonces, ¿qué pasa? La palabra para una mujer que necesita parar eso es esta, Dos puntos, no más. O no mames. No, no más. No, no más. ya basta. Hasta aquí, poner límites. Es decir, hay que saber decir no más. Hay que saber poner límites, hay que saber decir con amabilidad, sin que pierdas el control, porque entonces cuando ella dice no más es cuando ya está loca, o sea, cuando ya perdió todo el control. No, tú tienes que decir con amabilidad y con firmeza, mira, ¿sabes qué? No más, hasta aquí llego. Sí. Cuando ya están atropellando tu integridad, tus valores, tu, tu esencia, cuando ya es un abuso contigo, tú tienes que saber decir no más, mira, Aprende a cambiar las guardas de la puerta. Si es un hombre alcohólico, drogadicto, ahí es donde entra la codependencia. Eres dependiente de un dependiente. Cierra la puerta. Tienes todo el derecho. Nadie te obliga y la ley te protege a que digas no más. No soporto esto más. ¿Sabes qué? Tus hijos no se merecen eso. Tú tienes que saber decir no más a esa persona que viene a abusar, a gritar, a dañar todo, a quitarte la plata, a llevarse las cosas de la casa para irse con otras, para irse con alcohol. Es una cultura que hemos tenido por siglos, sí. pero que la mujer debe romper. La mujer hispana, la mujer mexicana tiene eso muy fuerte en cada Muy conferencia fuerte. lloran y pero cómo hago por cómo hago entonces ellas dicen no que se vaya con cinco mujeres porque eso es lo que soy una mujer y pues son hombres entonces la respuesta es es que son hombres como así no es que tú eres una mujer maravillosa y no tienes por qué tolerar eso porque dios quiere que tú vivas en paz y no feliz hay, hay no, mucha
0: gente que pienso que se olvidan De que our birthright Tu derecho cuando tú naces Es ser feliz Our birthright is to be happy exacto. Y hay veces que estamos en situaciones Donde donde hay ta, te ponen Tanta tierra arriba De que se te olvida eso uh-huh. se te, se te olvida, Es como olvidarnos De tomar agua exacto Pe, Y preferís tomar soda y, y digo yo pues la base de todo es agua claro Sin la sin la, sin la agua no hay soda Pero sin la tenemos agua no hay jugo.
1: tantos paradigmas Por ejemplo es que Tengo que perdonar, tengo que perdonar porque eso es lo que hay que hacer. Porque me casé con él. Porque me casé, entonces tengo que perdonar y perdonar. Claro, puedes perdonar, pero también puedes decirlo más.
0: Exactamente. Es decir,
1: yo perdono, pero digo no más. Ya no voy a tolerar esto. Esto no lo voy a tolerar. O sea, no es que no toleres la primera cosa que te haga. No, no. Hay que esperar, hay que perdonar, hay que madurar. Tampoco creo en la mujer que se va... Porque le dijeron, no estás linda. O sea, eso tampoco. Yo creo que hay que luchar en la pareja. Yo creo que hay que luchar por los hijos. Yo creo que que ir hasta el final. Pero cuando tú ya has recorrido mil millas más y ya el tema es insalvable, tienes que parar. Porque la única que puede parar eso eres tú. Y decir, no más. Ni Dios quiere que vivas más esa situación. Entonces, la inteligencia comunicativa es saber decir no más con respeto. Y y saber desconectarte, pero la mujer no sabe cómo. Entonces sigue soportando y aguantando y pasa mamás que terminan enfermas del corazón en un desastre de vida y y mujeres que terminan histéricas. O sea, es horrible. Y yo
0: siento de que hay muchas mujeres que, que son así, que ellos aprenden eso de las mamás. Claro. Y aprendieron eso, la mamá aprendió eso de la abuelita, y la abuelita aprendió eso de la bisabuela. y Es, es cosa cultural. Que, y, y por eso me encanta tener una fundación sin fines de lucros, porque es lo que yo veo. Nosotros trabajamos con muchas latinas, y es lo que veo yo, que son ciclos que si tú no los rompes, te, son ciclos que siguen. Exacto.
1: Y tú conscientemente tenés que decir... No más. La única manera de romperlo es educándolas. Sí. Es enseñándoles eso. No tienes que soportarlo. Eso no era lo que te tocaba hacer. Eso no es lo que hay que hacer. Lo que hay que hacer es esto. Sí, sí. Tal vez es
0: una lección en tu vida, pero no para el resto de tu vida. Claro. Porque hay mujeres que que son tan old school, son tan antiguas de que dicen no si yo me casé con ese hombre yo tengo que tolerar que me engañe, que me
1: pegue, porque no. yo tomé un vow en, en la iglesia.
0: No, 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 tampoco nos jodan. Exacto, no trabaja exacto.
1: así. No, tú tomaste un voto, pero él también. Exactamente. Él entonces, entonces, ways, honey. Entonces, entonces la, la misma Biblia dice eso. O sea, si él se quiere ir, que se vaya. Pero Dios te llama a vivir en paz. Yo creo en eso. Sí. Y no está sujeta a ser una esclava. Es que no, eso no es lo que Dios quiere. Entonces la religiosidad sí. Te dice, aguanta. No aguanta porque tienes que aguantar. No, eso no dice en la Biblia. Eso no dice en la Biblia. La Biblia dice, yo te llamé a vivir en paz. Eso es lo que Dios quiere de ti. Entonces, si tú eres una mujer de integridad y llevas toda tu vida bien. Y esta persona, tú sigues y esperas y esperas por años. Y ya ves que ya es imposible. Entonces, en esos casos extremos, es
0: válido yeah, decir no más. Do what you, no do. Do what you exacto, do. exacto. Y
1: Sonia, ¿cómo podemos eliminar la intoxicación emocional? ¿Cómo podemos empezar a eliminar eso? Cuando tú dejas de ser tóxica. ¿Y cómo dejar de ser una persona tóxica? Hay gente que tal vez es tóxica que no se da cuenta que es
0: tóxica. Porque, como he dicho, cuando estás en la mierda no puedes puedes hueler la mierda. Porque you're in it,
1: ¿verdad? ¿Cómo uno se da cuenta de que, oh my gosh, yo soy una mujer tóxica? La primera cosa que hay que hacer cuando uno tiene cualquier vicio es reconocerlo. Claro, hacer alcohólico, adicto. Igual, cuando eres una mujer tóxica, lo primero que tienes que hacer en este momento es decir, yo soy y voy. Y la segunda cosa es decir, ok, voy a tomar acción. Me volví completamente insoportable y yo lo asumo. Voy a cambiar. Entonces, en el libro comunicación femenina inteligente los 10 lenguajes de la mujer es una invitación al cambio a que tengas herramientas para saber cómo cambiar, porque te puedo decir cambia pero tú dices, bueno, pero cómo, ahí te doy cómo no ser controladora, cómo no meter culpa, cómo hacer para no aburrir a la gente con la cantaleta, o manipular manipular, manipular, manipular entonces, para qué cuál es mi propósito que tú brilles y no que estés opaca. Entonces, que brilles con los lenguajes brillantes y que hagamos de esos... Lenguajes opacos Oportunidades de mejora De crecimiento De crecimiento Para decirlo Reconozco Y cómo lo voy a cambiar En el libro Para terminar Este diálogo maravilloso Enseño sobre los perfiles De la mujer Entonces hago una medición Que se llama self Que es los cuatro perfiles De temperamentos La sociable La exigente La lógica Y la fiable Entonces
0: Yo pienso que soy la sociable
1: Total Yo soy la sociable
0: i social butterfly You can You know A mí Lo que no me gusta De un hombre es cuando me trata de poner en una caja exacto, I'm like, uh-uh. lo, exacto. lo peor que puedes Porque hacer es que tratar de ponerme en una caja yo voy la, a volar
1: tú eres la social con una mezcla maravillosa de la E que es la exigente Entonces, Ay, Dios mío, that will be me. Y después ¿Cómo la, sabías eso de ah, mí? porque, bueno, todo este diagnóstico de años puedo saber inmediatamente por tu forma de comunicarte tu perfil. Pero eso es lo que espero que te pase con el libro. En, yo explico cada uno. La, la otra, la L, es la lógica. La mujer perfeccionista, analítica, metódica, introvertida. Y la otra es la fiable, que es la dulce, diplomática, calmada, siempre introvertida. Que, que es pacífica, tú estás en el perfil de las dos extrovertidas, o sea, Ay. la sociable so, y okay. la exigente.
0: So, so, con, con eso, terminando, I want to know, so, si yo soy eso, ¿qué tipo de hombre, es con ese
1: perfil, qué tipo de hombre me conviene a mí? Un hombre que... Todo lo opuesto, o sea, el, los un polos... ¿Un hombre callado? Los polos que se atraen son siempre los opuestos, nunca te va a atraer un hombre como tú, no te atrae, no te gusta. Porque así es la maravilla. Me encanta un hombre que me dé balance. Tranquilo. Calmado, te sí. enamora, te, te apasiona, Ay, te sí. así, o sea, te encanta un hombre calmado. Y a él le encanta una mujer que le vida, alegría y todo lo que tú eres como un volcán en erupción. Sí. Él necesita <risa> eso, listo. Entonces, oh esa es la maravilla de esos perfiles. Entonces, ¿por qué la invitación a que te autoconozcas inteligencia emocional es que sepas cuál es tu perfil y que sepas qué hacer con eso? ¿Qué hacer cuando soy la super sociable? ¿Qué hacer? ¿Aplomo? ¿Qué te necesitas? Aplomo. ¿Qué es aplomo? Eh, aplomarse es calmarse, ponerse los pies en el piso, ¿no? Como centrarse, ¿no? Porque somos, yo soy en ese perfil Por eso me encanta ese yoga y meditar, lo necesito. Exacto, estar, estar más ecuánime. Sí. Cálmate, cal, porque tienes la sangre a dos mil por hora en la cabeza. Siempre. Exacto, entonces cálmate. Bueno, y cada una necesita hacer algo. Todas tenemos oportunidades de mejorar. Todas tenemos fortalezas y debilidades. Entonces, el tema es conocerlas para transformar la comunicación.
0: Oh, my gosh. Sonia, qué gusto comunicar <risa> contigo. You're an amazing communicator. Tú naciste para eso. Sí,
1: amo esto. Y amo lo sabes. Esto, ¿verdad? No, Tú lo me sabes. apasiona. Me encanta. Nos <risa> estabas diciendo que
0: es It's the Eighth Book, tu libro. Ocho. 8.
1: Imagínate, es increíble. So, no solamente sabes
0: comunicar, pero te encanta escribir.
1: Escribir y todos son sobre el tema de la comunicación, power people, el efecto, todo. Y los tres primeros, mentoring para comunicadores inteligentes, cómo hablar, escribir y escuchar. Empecé mucho desde el lado de competencias técnicas para enseñar a la gente y así empecé, pero la investigación me fue llevando al tema del ser, sí. al tema emocional, que, que es pura comunicación. Es,
0: todo es comunicación, ¿no? My, hasta el body language es comunicación. Exacto.
1: Aunque no hay comunicación,
0: hay tremenda comunicación.
1: Exacto. Tú eres una mujer encantadora, maravillosa. Tienes un power. Mi libro es que se llama Power People. Tú eres todo eso. I need ¿no? to read it. Me, me manda los ocho, por favor. Entusiasmo. Tú tienes pasión. Tienes entusiasmo. Tú tienes un potencial impresionante, absolutamente arrollador. Eres fantástica y te felicito por eso. Gracias. Y Sonia
0: es psíquica. Y yeah, she, she just read me.
1: Sonia, ¿cómo te pueden encontrar en
0: las redes sociales. Mira,
1: en mi página es www.soniagonzalezb.com y tengo okay. cursos online, blogs, contenidos, muchos contenidos okay. para darles tips. Y en mis redes soy Sonia González B o Sonia González B Oficial, porque mi apellido es Sonia González Boysen. Eh? Estoy casada con un americano. Con un el gringo. Ella. Yeah. <risa> entonces vivo en la Florida, en Pensacola. Y, y entonces búscame, búscame y, y voy a darte todo el tiempo claves, herramientas. Mi pasión es verte brillar. Ay, que transformemos linda. la cultura y ser tu mentora para siempre y quiero quiero ayudarte. Follow her on social media
0: you guys. She's incredible. Y estoy super emocionada, me encanta le- leer libros, so y me encanta de que es en español porque yo sé, mi papi siempre me dice, si quieres aprender el español, and if you want to improve it, lee en español. So esto va a ser mi primer uh, libro en español wow. este año terminando wow. majorly.
2: I love it, Sonia,
0: un gusto platicar contigo. Te Qué deseo linda. todo el de, el éxito con este libro y ojalá. If you're listening to this, you go out. ¿Dónde lo pueden encontrar?
1: Amazon, Amazon, Kindle, y en las mejores librerías de en Los Ángeles y en tu país. Tu Barnes, and Barnes and Noble,
0: Barnes and Noble, Barnes Noble, sí. Amazon, for sure. Yo compro todo en Amazon. Sí. <risa> All right, guys, this is Chris with uh, Roxy and Ruby. Thank you so much, Sonia, y uh, vamos a estar en comunicación, ¿okay? Por supuesto. And coming back, I'm super excited to be talking to our next guest. This girl, I actually discovered her on social media somehow, some way. You know, you come across people's profiles and you're like, how did I run into this person's profile? But she's an inspiration to many. She's an inspiration to me just because I love her attitude, regardless of what she may be battling. And we're going to be talking to this comadre coming up next.
2: Demolos,
1: your boy Young Hollywood, a.k.a. Bobby We're here on Amber Rose Presents for Escape with Roxy and Ruby on CBS Play. it.
0: All right, guys. So check it out. I love, this is why I love a podcast because I get to invite and we get to invite just cool people with interesting stories that, Whether it's an entrepreneur, whether it's a story of inspiration, whether it's a hustler, whether it's whatever, you know, we get to talk the real deal, sin filtos en en la lengua, right? We get to just say it like it is. And um, today, we are joined by our girl. You were born and raised in Compton. You're 23 years old, plus size, you're a plus size model too, right? Um,
2: She's like, I guess, if you want to consider me that. (laughs) I wish. No, um, I'm still working on getting into that um i'm still a little shy so it's like eh. like i'm not shy but for stuff like that it's kind of like yeah no yeah and i'm petite like i'm tiny i'm like five one and a half so i don't even meet the height spectrum yeah so for me that's why it was so important to kind of just do things my own way so that i don't have to rely on actual management model wise or like model backing or anything like that. And so that certain brands could still reach out to me and I could still possibly get to that level without necessarily having to meet that the requirements. Certain, yeah. yeah. And her name is, we didn't even say
0: your name, girl, Amanda Ramirez. Yes. But on Instagram, she's known as Compton's Compton. very own. And it has an underscore right yes. after it. Okay. Because you were saying an interesting yeah. story,
2: right? I used to, it, it used to just be Compton's very own. And that was my, uh, that's my handle for just about everything. But I had deleted my Instagram dealing with a weird-ass motherfucker who was just, you know... You had I mean, a soccer girl? No, it was the person I was with. But he was, like, super insecure, and he didn't like the fact that I would... You know, I have a lot of guy friends. Like, I have uh, ten siblings, and ten of those siblings, uh, five of those siblings are guys. Like, I have five brothers. So, me personally, I don't really, you know, I don't really hang out with a lot of women, I'm more geared towards men. Yeah. That's who I'm, you know, that's kind of, I identify with them better, which is funny, but. I
0: think a lot of women do. Yeah. I think and a I lot, lot of women do. We get
2: such a bad rep for that. Like, oh, you're a, you're a, you know, you're a hoe, you that, you have a lot of guy friends. And it's like, it's, it's definitely not like that. But yeah, he was. Estaba loco. Estaba loco. So, yes. so Compton's very own was your handle. You yes. deleted it. Yeah. And now it's Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. It's like this, I guess, uh, a fan account and I'm just I've tried to like block it I've tried to uh report it a million times <laughs> it's been years like it's been years and it's still up and it's like they haven't uploaded anything in years so I'm just uh, like can y'all just give me my stuff back give it
0: back and you know I love your story because uh you know you have 58,000 followers on Instagram and I feel like you've really been able to create that because of who you are and your story you know like you uh you have stage three
2: yeah Hodgkin's lymphoma.
0: Yes, which is a type of cancer, Mm -hmm. right? And you've had it for how long? Now it's
2: about a year and a half.
0: So it's not in remission yet, or it is? Technically,
2: it's remission, but the tricky thing with remission, it's literally, it's just a waiting game. So I had a stem cell transplant, and December, starting in December, I'm not quite sure whether it's the first week or the second week, but I start treatment, I commence treatment again. So it's just the second part of my clinical trial. So that's pretty much just for us to ensure that it stays gone and that you know we nip it in the bud and it stays gone
0: yeah and so when did you find out amanda like that you had this cancer like what was it just like a regular day were you feeling some um, type of uneasiness where you're you know because sometimes women there's women when that that find out when they get breast cancer yeah. they go they're at their gynecologist and they feel like a weird lump in the shower it's like that moment of like oh what is this did how did you even discover that you had a cancer
2: i had a lump um on the left side of my neck and it like at first i was like oh you know it's nothing it's probably um stress because i would work a lot and i would i would always be at work so in you know in my opinion i was like oh it's just stress and then um i started feeling very different like my body started feeling really different i always had like a lot how? Of energy. Like tired tired sluggish but I, again i wasn't paying attention to it i would kind of mm. just be, just disregard it i'd be like oh it's normal i'm big like i'm gonna be tired like it's not and i would be sweaty Mind you, I like makeup. So my stuff, I would no. I, yeah, I was mad. I was not wearing makeup for a little bit. And your makeup
0: is flawless. <laughs> thank your eyebrows you. are like perfect,
2: girl. Thank you. Because without this, it's a mess, <laughs> a whole mess.
0: Aren't we all? <laughs> for reals, I'm like. Sometimes I'm like God thank you for makeup. Right. You know, because I've always had like acne prone skin and I always, you know, like I have scars and stuff and I'm like, I love full coverage foundation because, you know, but then it's like, the man that's going to love you, girl, is going to love you with or without makeup. They're going to love all that ass.
2: Right. Because men have ugly ass hairlines and and you don't see us complaining like your hairline is bad. Like, listen, go get some. No, I've had so many guys, like literally, I think last weekend, this guy was like, Oh, I just want you to be smaller and I'm just like, a guy told you that it, I'm th- what yes, no for real. yes, I completely agree. So you're in the dating world now. um kind of sort of kind of sort of it was just I was I had been dealing with him for over a year already. Like, Your ex no, I don't know. it's a situationship. It was a situationship and like he's just so mean. and I would always like. That's just how he is. Like he just talks shit. Like I'm like that too. I be talking crap. I don't, yeah. but I don't mean it like to be mean. And I would always kind of, I guess, bypass it because it's him. And I would give him the benefit of the doubt. But it's like you're mean. Like he yeah. literally, he went out. He we turned on the TV. He went on and Mike and Molly. Was like, that's you. I was like, listen. Yeah. So like, no no matter. No. Like that's not. I'm cute. She's exactly. not. Like, I mean, she's beautiful or whatever. But in that, no. Like so, he's just being ugly and. I feel like women, we deal with a lot more than men are willing to put up with. Like, you have an ugly hairline. Your teeth are not straight. Like... Yeah, who are you to be right. picking on me? Like, yeah, you are not six four. You are not a basketball player. You're not fine as hell. Like, yeah, and you know that? what? I
0: think sometimes when we have long friendships like that with people, like yeah, we sometimes it does start off as playing around, and you're just like, okay, he's teasing. But then eventually, there's like that line that you're crossing yeah. of like, okay, this
2: dude, this dude it's has nice personal issues, and yeah. he's taking that out on me. My thing is like. I don't care about fat jokes at all. I, I make fun of myself all the time. Mind you, I have five older brothers. I'm like, all the fat jokes I heard at home first. So, no me duelen. Like, they don't bother me. Yeah. But when it's the person that you're being intimate with, it's different. It's like, okay, like, damn. like <laughs>
0: Yeah. So,
2: basically, you're saying, you know. And, and that started to mess with me. So, then I was like, I decided I was like, I'm good. Like, I don't want to deal with you. And, like, there are a lot of amazing men that have always... Been really sweet to me, but because, you know, if your heart is somewhere, you don't want to place it somewhere else. Yeah. But now I'm just like, okay, oh, plotting my- it that, and all, all two K eighteen through the rest of my life. Like, it's ho season. I <laughs> love it. No, okay. So back to
0: your story. So you started feeling very tired, sluggish. Yeah, I
2: was super sluggish. Um, and then my friends ended up coming over because I was not answering calls, nothing. And I was knocked out the entire day. It was a Monday. And it was my off day. I was knocked the entire day. My, I didn't wake up at all. Did cancer I,
0: even, like, run
2: through your head? No. I was kind of, again, like, my automatic thing was like, oh, I'm just big. Like, it's normal. Like, I'm going to be tired. Like, it's not, and I work a lot, so it's not a big deal. And you've always been a big girl? Yeah. Always. Is it, like, does it run in your family? or um, My mom. Well, like, my brothers are chunky. Yeah, I guess, yeah. It's kind of more genetic. Yeah. But as far as the cancer, my mom had breast cancer, my sister had breast cancer, but my cancer is not related to, um, mine is a blood cancer. Yeah. So it's not necessarily, um, w- what would you call it? Uh, genetic. It yeah, it's not genetic. So, And that's that's something that I found super interesting because never in a million years did I think I would get to I mean, I, I thought about breast cancer. But not lymphoma or any type of other cancer.
0: Yeah. And is so. that is that more stressful than breast cancer, lymphoma? Because blood, when, it, when it's in your blood, it sounds like it's kind of, is it all over your body? Is that um, how it is or it was, what?
2: It was my entire upper diaphragm. So it's like all the way up here. And I'm just like, mm. and the thing with that, lymphoma is tricky because, again, it's a blood cancer. So, you know, you can get rid of it, whatever, but it is high risk of it coming back and it, it is linked to leukemia as well as lupus you know there i had met it's crazy i went to target i met this woman i i just told her that she was beautiful cuz she was bald and she looked really nice yeah she was like oh thank you you know i'm a 3 year i'm 3 years in remission from having lymphoma i was like what kind and she told me she had the exact same kind i did but hers ended up turning into lupus because they they're linked and i'm just like i didn't know that That's something doctors never told me. So I'm learning every day more things about my diagnosis, which is crazy.
0: Yeah. So you so you're feeling tired. You're knocked out all day. So then you go to the doctor.
2: I go to the doctor. I wait in the ER for like two, three hours. How long
0: did it take you to go to the doctor? Did you go to the doctor that same day?
2: Yeah, because I mean, prior to that, I did have, you know, other complications or whatever. But it was that day that my friends were like, no, you need to go. So we went and the doctor came in. He's like, oh, you know, you have lymphoma. And I look at him crazy, like, okay, I got hella friends out there, but none of them is named lymphoma. Like, maybe you in the (laughs) wrong room. Like, I was so serious. I was like, I don't know who that is. And he was like, he was getting really upset. He was like, No, it's a type of cancer. And I was like, "Uh, What? Cadence is like, damn, all right, that's a lot to deal with, but that's cool. And I got super, super overwhelmed and I started crying. And then my friend, my best friend Jay Will, he came in, he was like, What are you crying about? What? We still gonna get mink lashes, we still gonna be bomb?" Yeah. <laughs> so then I was kinda like, You're right. So why am I mad? Like I was bald before this anyway. I had cut my hair in April of last year. So I was bald by before- choice? Yeah. I I want it's funny, I think I did it out of spite low key because I told my ex that, you know, I was like, I wanna be bald. He was like, You're you're gonna look like a bowling pin. <laughs> and so i was like i cut it and i was like damn like this is cute as hell like this is cute and i was like okay i might look like a bowling pin but all your friends want to knock this down like you're mad <laughs> exactly oh my gosh so so
0: did you get did, i think i read or or i think erica told me that you had a stem cell transplant did yeah you?
2: i just had it um i want to say a little bit over a month ago and that was crazy it was yeah, definitely what? it's pretty much they uh took my blood and they filtered it, and because there, there's two different types, there's one where you can get it from someone else or an auto, which is your own. So luckily, I was able to do it by myself. It was my own blood. So they pretty much take it out. It's kind of like a dialysis process where they take it out, filter it, and they took it, and I didn't see, I didn't get it back until maybe a little over a week after, which was when I went in for the actual. Um, transplant and pretty much you just drip the blood back into your system like the good the good plasma of yeah. your blood, right and it was it was pain like it wasn't painful the actual process wasn't painful but the days after like your body is completely horrible like it's not fun it was it was pretty scary wow and how do you so do you get um chemo done right now right now no it commences December so I start chemo again and this is it's precautionary because I'm technically I'm still in remission. So remission again, it's just a waiting game. Like remission is you're you're neither here nor there. So it's like it's not growing but it's not gone either.
0: Yeah. So this
2: is kind of just to, you know, take me out of the waiting game and push me on to just being cool. Have you free. ever gotten chemo before? Yeah.
0: And like I heard that's really draining, right? Um, when you get chemo, it's like you get really
2: tired. It is. Chemo is I it it affects people differently. Luckily, being big really helped me in my fight because i always had a lot of energy like despite having to go through chemo and everything my body was always a lot stronger than most people's so i was super juiced about that because i had met a lot of different people that had my same diagnosis that were like super super sick and i i didn't experience um A lot of the things that they did because they're they were smaller. Yeah. So weight definitely helped me.
0: I think it's a trip. I mean, I know people that have gotten chemo before, and they have like cookies and all kinds of shit there for you. And I'm just like, dude, these are the things that. And I'll talk about it freely. You know, I'm like, I'm all about health and eating right according to your blood type and all that. But it's like, this is the shit that is causing cancer. Like all this creating your body to be, you know, like cancer is created in acidic environments. And so when when you think about people going in to supposedly get cured from cancer and there's like chocolate and candy and cookies and it's just like that's bullshit like our our it's medical purpose. our it's, medical yeah.
2: system is yeah. fucked up i mean our like pharmaceutical in industry a, is literally built to you know knock us down it's it wouldn't be realistically obviously i don't agree with that at all because i i know One, like there's a lot of natural things that you can do. But even then, natural things are not a guarantee for you to get better. And I think that that's where I'm at, where it's just like it's annoying when people are constantly like, oh, you need to drink alkaline water. And it's like, one, I've tried that. Two, realistically, people say, oh, it can't survive in 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 an, in an acidic environment. If our body was acidic, we would be dead. Our body only has a certain level of acidity when we die. So it's all it's it's very hard to kind of listen to them or listen to your doctors and it's like you really just have to keep going by yourself because it's just and again it's our pharmaceutical industry that gets paid millions and millions of dollars to make us sick
0: yeah and you know we're gonna talk coming back about like how do you because I know there's people that have you know that that go through a breakup and they feel like they're dying and they go into this depression and they something small can happen in their life and it's like you you're over here with stage 3 lymphoma cancer and you you dress up you look pretty, you show you. up, you smile, you have fly eyebrows. Like you have
2: <laughs> the you. best
0: attitude considering what you're going yeah. going through. And I think that's one of the main reasons we wanted to interview you because just to really give hope to people out there that are listening to this, like I'm over here stressed out about a breakup or about losing a job or about whatever. And this girl's over here, stage three cancer having the best attitude of life. You know, so I want to talk to you about how do you keep yourself so positive? How do you keep yourself smiling every day? And I know there's probably those days where where you're not smiling, you yeah. know, where you don't want to get out of bed because shit, I think we all have days like that, you mm-hmm. know, but for the most part, I think. When I see your videos on Instagram, I'm like, this girl has a little attitude. She's sassy. Like, you know, you're, you're a makeup enthusiast, and all that is just, we could learn from you, you know, Thank and you. be inspired by you. So, coming back, we're going to be chatting and chopping it up a little bit more with Amanda right here on Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Hey, it's your boy Tattoo, and you're listening to Amber Rose Presents Risque with my girl Roxy and Ruby, the two baddest mamacitas on radio on CBS's Play.It. Roxy. <sighs> All right guys so we're back still here hanging out with my girl uh, Amanda and so you
2: born and raised in Compton yes. do you still live in Compton No I'm I'm currently res- I currently reside in Long Beach
0: Yeah you live in Long Beach
2: or whatever it's not you feel me it's not the hood so I guess it's okay
0: and if you were listening to us earlier you know she has stage 3 Hodgkin lymphoma cancer she's still fighting the good fight still undergoing treatment you're a makeup enthusiast and um, you know you give a lot of people inspiration through Instagram and I think this is why this is one of the main reasons why I love social media right besides the trolls and the people that are cyber bullying other people we we ignore people like that we don't even somebody told me the other day Roxy because I have a YouTube channel yeah Everyone's like, why don't you do a video on haters? And I was like, really? Like, do I seem like the kind of girl that would waste my time, my precious time? Because time is like that only thing that you can never get back, yeah. you know? On haters, like, I would never, ever do a video talking about haters. Like, that is just, it, it's just not my style. It's kind productive. Yeah, we focus on people that love us, right? Yeah. Like, I always say, a hater is a confused admirer. That's yeah, the like, way you low-key
2: love me, but you don't know that you love me, but you yeah. do know, like, you and all your friends love me, and that's why y'all be on my page and stuff.
0: Okay. Yeah, and so, so, <laughs> ¿tú dónde eres?
2: Um, uh, like, were you, you were born here? Yeah, I was born here.
0: Where's your family from?
2: Um, My mom is Mexican, my dad is Mexican, and they... It's just a whole bunch of stuff. But,
0: uh, but, but like, so Mexicanos, right? Mexicanos, yeah. And you
2: speak Spanish, too? Sí.
0: Ah, I love it.
2: Es que cuando yo digo las cosas en español, siempre la gente dice, oh, eres, eres mexicana? Yo no sabía que, que, hablas, que hablabas español. My Spanish is, to me, I'm still, I try to practice it as much as I can. Yeah. But it's discouraging sometimes because people always make fun of my accent. And it's like, I'm sorry. I'm what? a Californian. So like, yeah. You have people that are like, oh, you sound white. And it's like, I... <laughs> I can't yeah, sound a color. I don't... <laughs> I know. How do you put a color? It's the way someone talks, right? Uh, I don't know. I I've been told it's just a regular educated californian accent or whatever but people go you know people gonna feel however they want to feel and i'll be like okay dance this do you <laughs> i mean i don't want to scare nobody either but like when i get comfortable this is how i talk like you know yeah. the compton will come out but if i i'm you know if i'm getting to know you i'm gonna speak this way because i don't wanna fucking scare you <laughs> <laughs> you know because they, they're you know how people are <laughs> yeah
0: people are so judgmental the other day i posted something on my blog on social media and it was i i follow this girl that always has like the best things, and I like I love going on her page are there people that you like love to follow yes. on social media like who are some of your top people first you love all, to follow first of all you oh thank you you're
2: one like you're amazing like you're hella cool <laughs> and you also are on your healthy tips so like I love to do I love to um I follow a lot of healthy pages, which is funny, it's like really the fat one <laughs> like, it's hilarious. But Kaylani, I love Kaylani. I love Kaylani. Kelani is my baby and I'm so blessed to actually know her. Like she's a sweetheart. She's yeah. amazing. So Kaylani, um I follow a lot of makeup pages. Uh <clears throat> Who's
0: like your favorite makeup artist right now that you follow?
2: Um, I She's Afro Latina. Oh. So okay. I love her. She's Espanamenya. Okay. And I met her when I went to Mac and downtown LA. Does she live cool. in
0: New York? Does she live here?
2: No, she lives here. She she's lives here. she's from she's originally from um Stockton. Okay. So, no, she a little hood too. I love her. Too. Like, Is I she? her. She's Edis is amazing. Like, she's super, super talented. I learned a lot from her. Watching her videos and stuff, she's great.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of cool, like, makeup Dude, um, yes. makeup chicks out there. It makes yes. me, they inspire me to be like, damn, I'm gonna do my own makeup today. I'll be um, in there
2: like, yes,
0: yes, it's
2: yes, no, but
0: you did your own <laughs> eyebrows? Yeah. Girl, see like I had to get my eyebrows microbladed because I could not I could never get the perfect eyebrow. I'm it was just I'm
2: scared of microblading. I it's don't know. the best thing you could Look ever at, do.
0: Look at the homo homo yeah, the eyebrows hell
2: over there with the, okay <laughs> eyebrows on Thank you brow bunny. I think yeah, shout out to Brow Bunny cuz you out here looking fly. You out here looking fly. Yes. No, I think it's just fun for me. It's therapeutic cuz I started playing with ma- cuz I'm I like to draw and I I write poetry and stuff. So anything artsy, I'm instantly attracted to so makeup was just another artistic outlet for me yeah
0: i love it you know so back to people that are judgmental i put this on my blog the other day thou shall not judge because thou has fucked up before too <laughs> and i put check yourself when you were about to judge someone or something you think you know but you have no idea like no. people are so quick to judge something and it's like you don't even know what that person's going through. They could have lost their mother, their father. That's why they're out there cutting people off on the road. I mean, it yeah. doesn't justify being an asshole either. No. But what I'm saying is so many people are so judgmental. You know, not understanding that some shit could be genetic. Some shit could be, you know what I mean? You could seriously have like a mental mental yeah. illness, you know, and not know it. But So, like, back to how you keep yourself with a good attitude. Like, what is your, do you have, like, affirmations that you do in the morning? Um, Like, how do you keep yourself with a good attitude considering that you do have stage 3 cancer? Right?
2: Yeah. It's, I think what it was for me is, like, if you look good, you feel good. And also, I feel like everything in life is a blessing, even if it's a harsh one. Like, I lost my dad when I was around maybe 16 or 17. And that opened my eyes. It was, I, I consider a learning, an, a very big learning experience. Were you close? Um, I was, again, I'm the youngest of 11, so I feel like by the time I came around, love kind of ran out low-key. Like, mm-hmm. they were older, so it's like, it's different. He was a great dad. He was very loving, but, you know... He just wanted to get home and watch his show and go to sleep. So it's like there wasn't room for like, you know, oh, Miha, you know. he was, Let's go out and play. Yeah, yeah, not really like maybe when I was little. Yeah, like, you know, I would walk him to the uh, to like the corner because he would go catch his bus to work. But as for us being super, super close, no. But I always knew that I had a father at home who was doing everything for our family who made sure that we were good, made sure that there was food on the table and there was clothes on our back. So I had a lot of respect for my father. Yeah. You know, there was a little bit of resentment because it's like, you know, you're the youngest, you're supposed to be spoiled. And it wasn't like that. It was like our conversations were more like, oh, you know, I if I said. Dar algo de comer, me me das... You know, he liked my eggs, so I would make him eggs. Do you make the bomb eggs, girl? I do. I love cooking. It's fun. Oh, my God,
0: so do I. I love cooking. So
2: I would make him, you know, I would make him food. And I guess that that was kind of like the closest thing we had. So losing him was, again, an eye-opener and a a very large learning experience. And it just taught me to be more open with my affection and my feelings because I realized... I never really told him that I loved him. Mm. I can only remember one time, and it was because I begged him not to snitch me out for being outside. So, yeah, but it's it's that, definitely. That's one of the reasons. That's what gives me strength, my mom as well, because my mom has been sick for a very long time. What does she have? Uh, my mom has renal failure. and um, What does she have? Renal failure, so sus riñones, her kidneys. Oh,
0: okay. So,
2: And then also she just got diagnosed with... Um, A lung cancer but it's a it's a muscle can it's a muscle lung cancer so it's in one of her lungs but um she's super strong like i never really saw her cry until i was a little older so me seeing it's it's that latina strength like that's how i see it or just women of color in general like there's that beautiful strength and glory within us and for me again any blessing is a blessing whether it's whether you cho- exactly whether you choose to acknowledge it or not it's a blessing so when i got sick i was kind of like okay you can either because you have everything in life is perspective you yes. can be mad at something or you can look at it and be like well i mean i guess it's cool like so for me i look i see a, I see a silver i choose i'll say this i choose to see a silver lining where there is none and that's super important. So that's that's my thing. That's what keeps me going because I know that God is not going to bring me this far dejarme, Yeah. I and sometimes s- it
0: feels like that. It does. But you're like-, like, no, God.
2: <laughs> It's like listening. The sis. other day,
0: I was having a conversation with God for real. I was cuz I, I like to journal a lot, you yeah. know, when I'm super pissed and I I just don't I don't feel like talking to my you know, my mom and my sister are like like we're like the trinity, the father, son, and the holy spirit. It's like me, <laughs> my mom, and my sister, they're like my go-to girls. But there's times that I just want to like go off on some shit that they might not understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like I was just going off. I was going off on God about something that I was frustrated over. And, um, I, uh, I opened up, I opened up my journal and I just started writing. I just started writing like pages and pages and pages and it felt so good. Yeah. It felt so good to do that and just vent, you know, like when you need a vent, who do you, who do you reach out to? Do you mm. write? Or are you a I writer? Write you I write poetry. poetry.
2: So that's like my, for me, that's the biggest outlet. That's the outlet, that's the outlet of choice since I was little. So I like to write down my emotions cause that's the only, think of it this way. So um say you're afraid of something and if you can't touch that fear how are you gonna battle it so it's like a good thing to do for me is i'll write my fears down on paper and ball them up and throw them shits away because it's like you're thrown away now technically you don't exist so it's like you have to make things tangible for them to matter sometimes and that's how it works for me i love to write so anything i'm feeling i'll write it down i have my phone full of notes So yeah. that's, that's Just make that's, sure you shred them
0: Before somebody else Finds them Right and turns them into, It's like look uh, <laughs> uh, Number uh, mm-hmm. one You try to throw <laughs> this out mm-hmm. No you know what's crazy <laughs> Is I know a lot of people That won't uh, journal Because they're afraid That their like husband Or their boyfriends Will find their shit And I'm like That like That Then maybe that you shouldn't Be suck. married
2: What do you I cheated on my husband last week, and it was amazing. <laughs> hey, that would be a good setup, Screw right? You, Miguel, that would like, be a damn. good setup,
0: right? Like, we'll see if this dude's going through my shit. Let me just right, write let some me do- foul shit and have him discover that. And show up on you are oh not. my god.
2: <laughs> I would not, nah, but I would, because writing is personal. So I guess I so feel them, personal. but at the same time, it's like, why are you looking through my stuff? But also, I'm not about to cheat on nobody and write about it. Like, yeah,
0: that's that's like a, one of the secrets that you take to the grave, right?
2: September 14th, I cheated on my man. <laughs> <laughs> September 14th, of the next year, I'm still faithfully cheating on my man <laughs> like, and then you're gonna find it and be like oh you oh can't demand that Was well, not you clearly because
0: because <laughs> i'm over here because he ain't doing nothing exactly obviously.
2: again plotting and thought and all through the rest of my life plotting and thought yes and <laughs> i love that no so
0: do you get yes. a lot of dms uh amanda i could imagine that you get a lot yeah. of girls that look up to you that maybe might be battling cancer and they're like man you really inspire me
2: that's my favorite thing like,
0: dms right so you answer them it's
2: amazing because i get to have like a one-on-one conversation with them and and it's one of my favorite people in the whole world. She actually is my exact type of cancer, and her name is Liz, and she's actually on the East Coast. So we want to do like a nonprofit organization for lymphoma because if you notice, everything's always breast cancer, breast cancer, breast cancer, sir. and mm-hmm. there are so many different um, different types of cancer. There's literally a ribbon color for every cancer. So mine is lime green and also like a, a purple. So I choose lime green, though, because yeah, it's my favorite. I
0: love green. It's one of my favorite colors, too. And it's Very the color vibrant. of
2: money. Come on, that was right. Assess.
0: I <laughs> think green everything is amazing. Like, I love grass. I, you know, I love grass more than cement, literally.
2: Yeah, it feels better on your feet. Just I don't feels, like wearing shoes, so it's perfect. It's, <laughs> it's so cozy. I'm like,
0: I love grass. I love money. I love emeralds. I mean, I, I love a lot of green things.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's how you know you're a queen. Like, you got a big-ass mansion. You got to walk through the grass with your emerald you know your little emerald piece on yes. making money that's 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 god was like yes roxy so so you. do
0: you have, how many dms do you get like a week of girls that just say you know what like you inspire um, me
2: of women probably maybe 50 which is really cool for me because that's a lot i mean because i'm like i'm super shy sometimes so i'll be like why you want to talk to me i don't think like, you're shy
0: girl you need to stop reaffirming that you're shy because you're not <laughs> excuse me you need to the, the phone's ringing so do, i think you need to pick that up
2: how would I? How would I explain it? Um, I don't know.
0: I, I, I definitely don't think you're shy, Amanda. I think that you need to stop reaffirming that you're shy because words have power. Yes, they do. And this is Roxy, the big sister, talking to you because I am older <laughs> than you.
2: Um, I, I, I know I don't get, look a don't day over twenty three years old. Clearly, and if they <laughs> but, said it, that they, if they said anything different, they lied. Exactly. But no, words have
0: power, so you need to stop saying that you're shy because okay. I don't see one gene of shyness in you. <laughs> You know, like when I see yeah. you and you do your videos, I'm like, this girl is not shy. I,
2: I don't know. How would I explain it properly? I, mm, I guess for me, I'm still at a place where I don't quite understand what. It's normal, I guess. You're never going to fully see yourself the way other people see you. That's true. Which is cool. That's very and it, true. And it gives me a, a handle on my humility. And, you know, because there are a lot of plus size girls that be out here on the ground really flexing, being crazy. And I'd be like, oh, sis, no.
0: Like Tess Holiday, That girl is out there. Yeah, she's dope. She's dope. She's dope. 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 I, her, ha- yeah. I got to meet her and super humble. I think she lives in Long Beach as well. Mm-hmm. Like just doing the damn thing. and But she inspires a lot of people yeah, too. You know does. what I mean? And I, I love that. And I, I just say, look, if you're going to be a big girl or thin girl, because I know thin girls that are not healthy.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? And just be healthy. Be like take care of yourself no matter what yes. size you are. And size does not equate to beauty nor does it equate to health. Like I was cool before cancer. I had a nice I had a good blood pressure, you know, good everything. I was good.
0: Yeah. And so listen to everybody that's maybe listening to this right now that needs like a little pick me up, what would be your words of advice to just Somebody that may be an adult, maybe somebody that is found out they just have that they have a child that may be battling cancer yeah. or maybe themselves found out they have breast cancer or skin cancer, whatever, or anything, even if it's not cancer. Like, what would you tell somebody right now that that is just like down in the dumps and they they want to get out of it, but they just don't know how? Because you're over here living the life, girl, <laughs> regardless Thank you. Of, of what situation has come upon your life.
2: Um to be aware that again god is not going to put you in a, sa- a situation that you cannot come out from you may be sad you may be upset but feelings are temporary a lot of things are temporary a lot of things are temporary in this world and feelings are definitely one of those things so it's your perception it's your prerogative on things if you are going to be upset you better be the best upset that you could be okay or if you're going to be happy about it you better be the happiest person about it it's your perspective you have you have control over how you feel you know so just give yourself feed your faith and starve your doubt that's what i can say is like put your energy into things that reciprocate that energy stop yeah. giving yourself stop giving pieces of yourself to people that don't appreciate it and even if that's yourself you need to like you know you need to humble yourself humble yourself ask god first ask god for guidance to and forgiveness. Because I feel like people stray from God so quickly and they're like, mm. I can do everything by myself. You can't. You were not born to do things by yourself. It's normal to be sad. It's normal to experience pain, to grieve. But it's not normal to stay in that mindset. You need to be at a healthier mindset. And if you need, go to therapy. Therapy is yep. amazing. We were Learn just talking yourself. about
0: that last week. That I think a lot of people equate therapy to like Being you crazy are officially or, like, Goo-goo. yeah. It's okay. I think we all got a little bit of crazy in us. I think
2: everybody needs therapy, realistically, especially in the climate of this world that we live in. It's imperative that we have therapy, that we go to therapy, even, you know, for kids, going to school, getting bullied. All these things, you know, trickle down once we get older. It, It becomes something more than it should have been. So just go to therapy. Talk to God and be happy. Look at yes. look at the happy. I'm big as hell. My teeth are yellow. I'm bald. <laughs> People make fun of me all the time, and I'm just like, "Well, shit, I'm happy, so it's cool, right?" Yeah. As long as, as long as you're happy, as long as you're genuinely happy, and you're not just doing it for social media, that's what's important. Is is can you wake Can you wake up in the morning and say, "I'm happy." Estoy feliz. Mi vida está bien. Even though it it things are difficult, my life is good. Your life is great as long as you allow it to be. That's
0: ah, it. words of wisdom from Compton's very <laughs> own, and it ain't Kendrick Lamar, it's Amanda. Okay, would I <laughs> let them know. Amanda, what was your last name again? Ramirez. Amanda Ramirez. You guys follow her on social media, Compton's very own underscore. You're gonna see all her fly makeup, her her little headpieces. You're really an inspiration to Thank a lot of people, so and I always want you to know that you're Thank not you. shy. Stop <laughs> affirming that you're shy because you're not, girl. You all that in a bag of chips, okay? <laughs> a couple bag of chips. A couple bag of <laughs> chips, okay? Oh, Listen, uh, by the way, what are your favorite chips? Because chips are my weakness.
2: Um, I really like flamas. Flamas? Yeah,
0: I don't know. What are those? For, uh, I, my my secret addiction are thakis, and oh, they're those so are, wait, yeah, those are really good, but but so they're so bad. spicy. They're so bad. I'm like, whatever that spicy shit is on them, it's right. addicting.
2: But it's evil and it's not good for us. I'm like,
0: okay, so now since I gotta give up the the thakis, I like uh, brown rice chips. They sell them like at Whole Foods, and also I, I discovered some beanie. They're like beanitos at um, um, Big Lots. They're like chips made out of beans. They're so bomb. I'm yeah, here for two dollars. I agree yes. with that. They are very good. <laughs> Right? I ate them at your house. <laughs> eat <did>. everything. Beanitos <laughs> with hummus. I'm just saying. Ooh, Healthy yes. alternatives. Okay, guys, we'll see you guys next week. I loved having you, Amanda. Thank you for having and me. And I'm going to keep following your ass on Instagram. Yes. And we are connected for life, sister. See you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>